Welcome to Regina Watches Movies. I'm Regina. I'm Matt. And we're back with another episode. Yay. And I got to pick. Yes, you did. Yay. And I can feel my face again. That's nice. Yeah, and I can talk normal. Me too. We were at the dentist earlier. Both of us. I was kind of hoping we'd be all like wonky. Yeah. And so we just kind of mumble through an episode. Yeah. But unfortunately, we can talk. Yeah, our mouths are back to normal. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. But you got to move for me. I do. All right. So the last, the three we've done for quote unquote season two mm-hmm. have been pretty lighthearted. Oh. Um, this isn't a heavy movie. Oh. However, Time called it one of the top eight heaviest children's movies oh. of all time. <laughs> all right. Um, I, I mean, it's rated PG, but I wouldn't really say it's a kid's movie. Hmm. Um, it has a lot of adult themes, but through kind of like a child's perspective. Okay. Anyway, we are... Oh, uh, I think I, I think I, I might know what it is. Really? Okay, maybe. How? Just a... What do you think it is? Um, I can't remember the name of it now. Keep going. I'll let you know if that was my guess. It's My Girl? Oh, no. That's oh, not it. Okay. My Girl. Yeah. Okay. It has some faces you're definitely going to know. Okay. Including Mr. Dan Aykroyd. I'm a fan. And Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm a fan. And then a wee little Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> a wee Macaulay Culkin. I don't think I know anything about this movie. Oh, good. Yeah. So, it's a kid's movie, but not a kid's movie. Okay. Um, and I think I can leave heavy, it at that. It is. It, it's, it's a heavy kids movie. It's not. There are definitely some jovial child aspects to it, but I watched it as a kid and it was dark. <laughs> for Aren't most my child children's brain. movies dark these days? Well, I mean, we watched Christopher, Christopher Robin. Robin. Oh my God. Don't take your kids to see Christopher don't, Robin. Don't, unless your kids are at least 25. <laughs> They should have served like a bottle of whiskey with that because it was just, oh my God, it was so heavy. It was good, but it was heavy. Very good, but yeah. Yeah. So this is, you know, kind of on par with that. I know several things with the title My Girl. I don't think I know a movie called My Girl. Well, good. Is it like a play or a musical or something? That probably is. Funny Girl. Funny Girl? Funny Girl. That might be it. Starring Babs back in the day. I went through Funny Girl. I went through Gone Girl. I went through (laughs) Jersey Girl. I went through... A couple others. There are a lot of girls, yeah. Yeah, I don't think think I know my girl. Well, this has probably one of my top five favorite uh, soundtracks of all time. Okay. So, between that and Jamie Lee Curtis and a wee baby Macaulay Culkin and Dan Aykroyd, how could you go wrong? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. Let's give it a shot. Let's do it. Fuck bees. <laughs> That's what I have to say about that movie. Fuck bees indeed. Ridiculous. I mean, I've never been a fan of them, but I feel like this just brings it to a whole nother level, you know? This is this is the, I don't know, the kind of anti-bee propaganda <laughs> movie that I support. Oh, that's true. You do really, really hate bees. They're evil and they're terrible. 
and they kill young children, and they should all be exterminated. <laughs> we don't need flowers. I don't need anything that flowers. I don't care. I mean, we... Okay. But I, mean, we... I don't want to... I don't care for the science behind it. I know. Uh, fun insider fact. Hopefully, Matt's sister, my sister-in-law, mm-hmm. will at some point be a guest on our podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but she's, like, super into, like, bees and shit, and so she's always trying to get Matt on her side but i feel like this is a good losing battle yeah now that we have this movie on our side no yeah not gonna happen so bees killed the really cute little boy just <laughs> like bees L- killed macaulay culkin little baby macaulay culkin r.i.p yeah and yeah there really is only a kid's movie because like the star is a kid yeah that's it <laughs> yep that's it yep well i did read that they had originally um, rated at PG-13. And then yeah. people lobbied for it to be PG. Well, because why, like, what would you put, you know... As the as reason? Ta- yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's heavy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Heavy themes. Beyond person violence. Yeah. 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 Well, what did you think? I liked it. Yeah. It was good. It was weird. Tonally, it was all over the place. Yeah. So strange. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it. It was it was a sweet little movie. Okay. Very strange, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a little bit all over the place, but it is it is <laughs> it is all over the place. But, but enjoyably so, I think. I did. I liked it. It was sweet. There were laughs. Mm-hmm. There were tears. I cried my eyes out. You did. I didn't. It was cry. pathetic. I did. I did. Hey. What? I, I did get very angry at the bees. You did. I was very yes. angry. Like from the second the beehive <laughs> showed up, I was like, "Don't do that. Why are you doing that?" I think your words were, this kid is afraid of chocolate. How can he not be allergic to bees? That's true. He's allergic to everything. Mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis pulls out a chocolate bar and he's like, get that shit away from me. Absolutely not. But then he's like, let's throw rocks at this beehive. Well, he thought it was like dead or dehydrated or whatever happens. coming to out of it. After it fell. What? No, I can see. No, no. Well, he wears glasses. His. You know, like you. Like you. Well, sometimes. <laughs> no, there's no, no. There's no, no, no. No, no? No. No, no, no. I knew those bees were bad news the second they showed up. Well, you think that about all bees. They are At bad all news. times. They're bad news. Sometimes. Flying around me or tailgating, trying to interrupt my, my pregame. A bee. Whatever. It was. It was not a bee. It was One of a them was. striped bug. That flies. Well, it looks like a bee. It's too close for me. <laughs> that was a slight tangent. <laughs> anyway. A very personalized story. For this movie you. is a, this is a movie about bees. Pretty much. With a little girl doing stuff or whatever. But it's a movie about bees. Mm-hmm. So when was the last time you seen this? Probably college. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. one of those movies. Yeah. 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 I mean, I watched it a lot growing up because it came out in '91. So right. it was, we were too young then, but it's probably one of the more, one of the earliest, like, adult-ish movies I saw. Sure. Because it deals with really heavy shit. Like, they they have the cutest Macaulay Culkin and, I can't remember her name. Anna Chlumsky. There you go. Very How good. do you forget that name? It's the weirdest name in the world. <laughs> Chlumsky. Sorry, Anna. Chlumsky. If I end up tagging you in our oh, Instagram fine. post. I looked her up. She's on Veep. She's good. <laughs> she's good I, she has two kids she seems happily married she escaped, she escaped the last name <laughs> I think her last name is now so 
<laughs> her husband's name is at least. Well, that's better at least. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. It was tonally, it was all over the place, yes. and I found that so right off the bat, like immediately, like the first she goes into the doctor's office mm-hmm. and it's like or tells her dad or something, I have cancer because one of my breasts is growing larger than the others. Yes. And then he she merely brings a bunch of boys into her house and says, "I'm going to show you one." And I was like, what in the hell kind of movie? Yeah, that wasn't the first couple of minutes. What? But it wasn't It wasn't anything naughty. It was just a dead person. Just a dead person. Just a dead person. No or big barely. deal. Essentially a dead person. Because for people that maybe haven't seen the movie, sure. you should. But regardless, um, she lives with her dad, who is Dan Aykroyd. And he is a mortician. Uh, yeah. Funeral director. Yeah. Um, and they have it, it's like very old school. The, the funeral parlor is in their house. So she's constantly surrounded by death. Hell yeah. And always, (laughs) it's very goth. Hell yeah. And always has been. So that, and you find out throughout the story that her mom died essentially during childbirth. She died two days after she was born. So she's just consistently in her life had this theme of death. Which is already strange enough for a quote-unquote kids movie, for the main theme to be death and loss. Yeah. But I'm I don't know. I imagine this is probably a good movie to kind of usher kids into that reality. Sure. That always happens, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yeah, it's a dark way to do it, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> it was a movie with a lot of firsts. I gotta say. Yeah. First. Uh, what, first kiss, first love, mm-hmm. first crush, mm-hmm. first uh, menstrual cycle. Yeah. 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 A lot you weren't going a fan on. of that part. It came out of nowhere, and it, I think I was more just making fun of you. But what would you say? Why? She because was, I'm a woman. Uh, sure. Let's go with that. Okay. Rude. <laughs> what would you say? She was hemorrhaging. Yeah, she came down crying to Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm hemorrhaging. I'm hemorrhaging. And this was a, a this was a quote contender, but. He yells at Macaulay Culkin, with, don't come back for five to seven days or whatever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is very old school, right? Like, I'm on my period. I need to go into this room and not look at anybody or, you know, talk to anybody. Well, I mean, I think it very was... Very old school. It was very old school, but she also... She has an Old Testament soul, for sure. <laughs> also, I'm 11 and this is really weird and creepy <laughs> and I don't like it. Get away from me, you're a boy. Uh, but you're right. This, I enjoy it. this movie could very easily broach a lot of, you know, nature's important topics mm. for parents if they either don't want to talk about it with their kids or <laughs> this runs the gambit. It's, it's it everything. does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got it all. I mean, there's even some. There's not like. I mean, they don't explicitly talk about sex, but they do talk about boning, doinking. I think. Doinking. Yeah. Thinking is definitely mentioned. And Jamie Lee Curtis does give her the talk off screen. She does. <laughs> that my should be mom outlawed. and my dad did that? <laughs> Why? That was fun, the way they did that. But no, it was, yeah, just so, it's it's completely presented as a kid's movie. Yeah. Like, beginning to end. But the whole time you're just questioning that premise <laughs> completely. Yeah, the background music is very like do 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 do. It's very kind of bouncy and kid friendly, and and her her relationship with 
Macaulay Culkin is like the cutest little 10 year old best friendship in the world. And that's true. They're just really sweet and it kind of makes you think like, oh, I remember being that age and being like, I'm going to kiss you. I'm going to kiss you. This is weird. I don't know if I like it. Let's just recite the Pledge of Allegiance <laughs> after we do it. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have those those issues. I was a little a little hoe in elementary school. You were a little hoe. I was kissing all the girls. Were you? Yeah. Got me in trouble. You slut. Hey, what, well, what can I say? <laughs> some things never change. <laughs> There's some insight into our marriage. He's such a whore. <laughs> Well, speaking of those two, I gotta say, if you were to pick one that would go on to, like, you know, be, like, a millionaire, yeah. like, you know, at the age of eight or whatever, I don't think it would have been Macaulay Culkin. No, she was great, wasn't she? Yeah. It was not his strongest role. And that was her her first gig. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah, because I did say introducing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had those cute little buck teeth that kids haven't grown out of yet. Mm-hmm. She was really good. I liked her a lot in it. She was very sassy. She was very sassy. I imagine when you were her age, you wanted to be just like her. I did. I still do. I think for the most part you were. And kind of are. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I think you really did it. Thank you. Do you want to become Blood Brothers? Please. Yeah? Yeah, that was... Yeah. I mean, it was, what, 71, 72? 72, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you you did, right? I enjoyed because they didn't really do a good job of selling it and then, like... Once every, like, half hour or so, they would just play, like, a Credence song or something. Yeah. It'd be like, hey, guys, we're in the 70s. Or you'd see, like, a Nixon poster in the background. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It literally had a, a Nixon Agnew 72 poster. Like, hey, guys, at the time period. Like, well, I like the posters in her bedroom because, I mean, there were some that you couldn't, like, see all of it. But I definitely saw Donny Osmond. Mm-hmm. Heartthrob extraordinaire. Oh, my goodness. And um, Karen Carpenter. I don't know if both of the Carpenters were there. And then what kind of surprised me was she had a poster for hair. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I don't know that I would let my kid listen to hair, which you didn't even know what that was until like a week and a half ago. But I know. I knew of it. Yeah. I didn't realize like, like it's John Waters, right? Um, I don't know. Is it John Waters? I thought hair was John Waters. Hmm... Oh. It's a musical. Yeah. It's and, a musical. and Meatloaf was in it. That's about all it got for you. Yeah. And I could also sing the main song if you want. I don't know if we have Give time. Me a girl with hair. <laughs> Long before hair. <laughs> I'll stop there. <laughs> but it's a whole song about hair. In a play that's entirely about hair. I have no desire to see it. So when I do start dragging you oh, to you musicals, don't know it. I know enough. <laughs> the song is enough. That's great. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of um, yeah, a lot of that. A lot of hair. And also, she just has all the free time. I mean, it's the summer. Yeah, I it's get the that. summer. But you have all the free time in the world, and a doctor who has no patience at all. Patience with a T.S. Oh, all the patience in the <laughs> he has world. A lot of patience, but no patience. <laughs> no, like all the zero free time. humans. Yeah. I think he... It's like, oh, hello, little girl. What's wrong? What's oh, wrong nothing. Today? Okay. Go away. Bye-bye. Well, she even walks in and the nurse nurse actually said, what's wrong today? Because she goes there all the time. Yeah. Because she is a hypochondriac. And I think it's probably, I mean, it kind of stems from how she came into the world. Oh, for sure. 
her mom was really sick after she gave birth, and then grandma got really sick, and she lives in a funeral parlor. In a death mansion. In a death mansion, and, and there are a couple scenes where she's looking at the... Um, and death certificates on the wall, and she sees different things. She thinks things she has prostate she cancer. She thinks she has prostate cancer. Yeah. Once it gets to the prostate, it's pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> that was another great line uh, in that scene. It was <laughs> Ted Ackroyd was like, "Honey, I'm burying my high school teacher. Please not. Please stop singing." <laughs> I'm embalming my high school. teacher. Embalming my high school, which teacher. is even creepier. Way creepier. <laughs> that was great. Dan Arkwright, I was very surprised by how understated he was in this. Mm. It was very much not, you know, he's normally like a very, he plays like a very straight comedy kind of, mm-hmm. you know, thing. But like, it wasn't, it wasn't like normal Dan Aykroyd. It was yeah. very, I don't know. Poised. I thought it'd be a little funnier, but I guess yeah. it was not a funny movie. I don't know. I dropped that pretense very quickly. Oh, well, that's good. It was, it was not supposed to be very funny. There are a lot of funny aspects to it. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't... I was a little hesitant going into this movie because um, I had a plan for what we were going to do with um, two guests we thought we were going to have this week. Oh, right. I thought that movie would be good, but I'm holding off on that since we didn't get to do that. So I was like, oh, the first three of season two have been funny or at least funny adjacent. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to start out with a big bummer for my next choice. But I feel like this is, it kind of toes the line. Yeah, I It's agree. very heavy, but we were both like laughing a lot oh, sure. during it. But a lot of that was like dark humor. Like yeah. not kids movie humor. Yeah. Just would, like. I hope most of that goes over kids' heads. Oh, I would hope so. <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, movie picks, can I tell you what I was gonna what I was gonna do? Yeah. Because I don't think I'm gonna use it, but I was going to. I was kind of hoping our faces would be a lot more jacked up mm-hmm. after the dentist. So we're slurring all over. We're this. gonna mumble an episode. Um, I googled dentist movies. Really sparse genre. Who knew? Mm-hmm. But I was gonna do uh, Final Destination two. Have you seen that one? I have not seen any of them. That's oh, I've classic. never. I haven't seen any of the Final Destination. They're all. I've seen like three of them. They're all fantastic <laughs> that I know of. But there's one, like, dentist death scene, which is just insane. Really? It's it's just ridiculous. (laughs) Well, when you told me earlier today, you had one in mind, and you said it was dentist-themed, the only movie I could think of, which I knew you wouldn't pick, was Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, was he a dentist? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I was like, I can't see him bring Seymour into this. That's the, the talking plant. Yes. Not talking, but it eats people. Yes. Yeah. And Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 What a gem. <laughs> but I, I, I literally, I could not think of anything else that involved a dentist that you would choose. No. It was, I mean, like Finding Nemo was on the list. It was not a, <laughs> it was not a lot of, a lot of choices. But That's no. cute. But no, I think this worked out a lot better. Well, good. I'm glad. I enjoyed it. It's like, but not the kind of not the kind of movie I watch. Right. Some of our, my soul's hard. Death and music documentaries. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But no, these yeah, you're pulling me out of the comfort zone with a, uh, this and uh, um, the Connie and Carla. Connie and Carla. I was gonna I was gonna say like, Maud and Claude or something. I was trying to. <laughs> I was at a total loss for the names of these two women. I guess all four of those names are equally ugly. I guess that's They fair. can all work. They can all work for joking names. But no, I think that worked very well. Good, I'm glad. Did yeah. you love the soundtrack as much as I do? Uh, from what Probably I caught, yeah. 
they like it, they didn't use enough of it. They like threw it in as yeah. like a little like two second like hey we're in the seventies and then it kind of faded out too much. Yeah. They did use my girl, which I was very surprised by. Couldn't believe, stunned by the by the inclusion of that song. Uh huh. Yeah. But I, I think I pointed this out because they use it at the very end, like that during the end credits, and it's slightly inappropriate because it's by what the Temptations. I believe. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I love that song, obviously, because I'm an old soul. Um, <laughs> but it is slightly inappropriate, given the major drama of the movie is that a small child dies of several bee Murderous stings. Murderous bees. Murderous bees that are just vicious and attacking him. Mm-hmm. And then, the, you know, the final credits come up, and you hear my girl playing in the background. But then, they, like, you know fade out the background sounds and it's all you can hear is the music and it cues in with i've got so much honey the bees envy me which is a part of the song which i've always found very sweet but very inappropriate for this movie i mean bnb did kill macaulay culkin that's true bnb (laughs) it was bnb it sure was no what killed macaulay culkin was him being a good like Almost first boyfriend. It was Mood Rings. Mood Ring. Mood Rings killed Macaulay Culkin. He went back to get her Mood Ring that she dropped. <sighs> I did love that the Mood Ring was always black. It was always black. That appealed to me yes. greatly. Until? Until the bees took it. Until the bees took it, and then she put it back on her finger after Macaulay Culkin's mom gave it to her because they found it on his body when he died. <laughs> And then it changed to like a really pretty blue. Which is lame, but I, I get it, I guess. Her life had changed, Matthew. Ugh. I mean, it got more... Her biffer died. It got more goth, but then the ring changed. I didn't like that. I was not a fan. <laughs> I'm married to a soulless monster. Hell yeah. Soulless monster. <laughs> I could see that being a movie that like, you know, you can grow up. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You pick up little parts as you get older or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And as you go through more of life, I think, too. Hemorrhaging and whatnot. Yeah. It's never fun. Mm. No. It's never fun. It seems like <laughs> such a blast. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Being a woman is always 100% Just a, wonderful. Just a roller coaster of emotions and fluids. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Did you write that down as a note? That feels like that was premeditated. No. No, that was all me. Blech. A roller coaster, roller coaster of emotions and fluid. That's, that's the feminine Blech. the feminine mystique. <laughs> I feel like we haven't given enough attention to Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. Yeah. Jamie Lee was a... Uh, she was a nice, like, she was quirky, good. comedic addition, I think. She was. Yeah. She came in thinking that she had signed up, or that she was getting hired for just like a beautician job, job, yeah. and not realizing it would be dead people. Yeah. And then I wrote down because, <laughs> um, Dan Aykroyd is trying to be like, well, I mean, you know, these aren't people you're used to working with, and she was like, oh, it's all stiffs. I was like, <laughs> no, we call them dead people here. And then she kind of like comes around to the thought of like, okay, I can probably do this. This is weird. This isn't what I saw for my future, but I can probably do this job. And then she said, they're dead. All they've got is their looks. (laughs) (laughs) 
So she's really doing quite a service sure. for the dead people in their, their home. And I loved uh, um, when she did the makeup for uh, Anna Shalomsky. Mm-hmm. And then Anna looks in the mirror and says, uh, I would definitely hold off on that Hollywood thing. Uh-huh. That was a good line. Yeah. She oh. wanted to go out, off and be a Hollywood makeup whatever. I think her what her advice to her was, you can never have enough blue eyeshadow. Yep. Which yeah. I don't think is the case. No. I mean, and this was kind of like early-ish for blue eyeshadow to be, I think. Eight, like very late 70s, early 80s is when blue eyeshadow was about as beautiful as you could get. It's what everybody wanted. Yeah. So maybe she was ahead of the times. <laughs> maybe. And the, it's it's weird also because the way they were stereotyping, like, 1972 was, they kept, like, they did a whole bit about women's lib. Yeah. About, yeah. Also, very inappropriate. Very strange. For a kid's movie. Yeah. Because Dan Aykroyd is going out on a date for the first time with, what is her name? I want to call her Jamie Lynn Spear. Jamie Lee Curtis? Which is <laughs> so not right. Jamie Lynn Spear is not... Yikes. Oh, boy. Whoa. Wow. Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, I got some of the letters right. You got a couple. <laughs> so close. So close. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. I um, Britney Spears' sister just really took the, me off. The, they were on a, when they went on the date? Oh, yeah. So Dan Aykroyd's getting ready to go on a date with her, and his brother comes in. And I still can't place his brother. I know him, but I can't place where I know him from. Um, but he comes in, and he's, like, giving him this pep talk. Like, hey, you haven't got on a date in, what, probably, like, 15 years at that point? And he's like, since you went on a date, sexual lib has happened. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is so not a kid's topic. Like, that alone would make me go, oh, maybe it should be PG-13. Like, throw in a fuck or two <laughs> and then actually make it PG-13. But he's saying, like, oh, you know, now you don't have to hold the door for women. You don't have to pay for dinner. And also, no bras. <laughs> No that bras. was yeah, his main understanding of women's life was you don't have to try anymore. <laughs> you don't have to try anymore, and you don't have to try to take their bras off because they're not there. They don't exist. They don't exist. They're in a pile of ashes somewhere. <laughs> Which yes. we know from a mutual friend only happened once. Yes, that yeah, we heard that many, many times. Many so many times. Yes. The femin the true feminists are not happy that that's the stigma no. that sticks around, but also, bras are really expensive, so I wouldn't want to burn mine anyway, but... <laughs> oh, I, if you hold on to your bras until they're, like... I mean, literally making you bleed on a daily basis. <laughs> until they're falling <laughs> apart and they're just just death traps, basically. Well, they're... They're very expensive. They're very expensive, and... I think you get emotionally attached, too. Yeah, because you're like, oh my god, this one looks great with that shirt. It doesn't matter that I take it off and half my back is bright red and indented for hours. You know, I'll just have back problems and shoulder problems sometime in the future. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I mean, I've worn underwear that, like, should have been thrown away, like, years before they you finally... Mean, you mean, like, the ones I th- threw away when... You moved in and weren't looking? Yeah, they they secretly, (laughs) the ones I wore in, like, perfectly to my, you know, body specifications, have seemed to kind of disappear. It's weird. Yeah, do you have a a hole in your thigh that I'm not aware of? Or, like, a nub that sticks out and that's why there were holes in your thighs? Yes. Oh, you have a a hidden nub? I have a hidden nub. 
Oh. And I've bored a hole in there perfectly, and then you throw them away. Well, maybe you should show me your hidden nub, and then I no. will. No. Okay. That's why I put the hole there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Slight tangent. A little bit. Oh, man. Oh, uh, one of one of my favorite lines. So she's, like, really kind of encompassed in this sadness all the time. And she, but I think for the most part, she deals with it fairly well. I mean, she has a hypochondriac, but she's surrounded by death all the time. And she's also 11. And she's also 11, and that's already a really hard age sure. on top of everything else that she's going through. And she gets the menzies. It's just, Aunt Flo comes to town. There's just so much to, to deal with. In such a short amount of time. Yeah. But um, she is very clearly acting out for attention throughout the oh, entire sure. movie. From the first line. She talks about how there's a chicken bone in her throat right. that has been there for three years. Right. And that, you know, her dad doesn't believe her. The doctor says it's not there. But she knows it's there. And then, like we said, with the pancreatic cancer. And it just kind of, like, snowballs into her having all of these quote-unquote issues. Um but so like that's one way that she's looking for attention and then she also runs away twice mm-hmm. uh yeah i think so one seriously and then she's just kind of like off frolicking and nobody oh, knows right. where she is a lot of the time the cop is looking for her and then she just walks <laughs> in behind her he's like we've looked everywhere we can't find it. we know it's dark and but she like shoves it out of the way and she's like i'm here that's great yeah but then she also is um, trying to get her dad's attention. She's like throwing herself on the floor, saying these ludicrous things, trying to get him to pay more attention to her. And then, um, I forget at what point it is, but she walks into the room and you hear her like talking over herself. And she says that, um, you know, in school, they had been told that someone stole the baby right out of the Lindbergh house. She says, I think I'll sleep with my window open tonight. (laughs) So dramatic, but clearly a cry for help. We're remarking on how, like, I mean, it's kind of, I think it's lost on a lot of people our age, but Mm -hmm. just what an insane, I mean, they didn't find the Lindbergh baby. And also, Mm -mm. Charles Lindbergh at the time was a celebrity on a global scale on a level that doesn't really happen anymore. Yeah. A lot of times, I mean, you don't do things like, you know, fly the Atlantic Ocean you right. Know, solo, and become like a like it, it, that shit doesn't happen, and right. then have your baby. Oh my god, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. fucking insane. And I think you don't hear about it because of how tragic it is and how. Oh yeah. 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 Insane it is. But you wanted that to happen to her. <laughs> I'm bringing it back into the the public consciousness. Baby stealing, or just like the Lindbergh. We could go sadness into we, of their lives. Well, let's start with the Lindbergh baby, and then we can go to some other high profile oh. baby stealings. Okay. Okay. You know? Yeah. I'm sure there are. I'm bringing it back. A lot. I'm sure there are a couple. <laughs> Can't think of any others off the top of my head. But Moses? No, like, wasn't Moses stolen? No, he was just put in a Moses was, river. was just dumped. That's sad. Dumped into a river, yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Can we bring that clause back to? He's really a testament to... uh a <laughs> testament. He's, <laughs> he's really a testament to uh, basket weaving technology. <laughs> really. That he didn't drown? Yeah. It's true. And the, uh, the, 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 I don't know, calm nature of the Nile. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's what it's known for. Yeah. I mean, it's not the Amazon. It just floods hmm. a lot. I'll anyway, take your word for it. the hell were we talking about? Um, <laughs> um, the Lindbergh baby. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so she's just, you know, trying to deal with life in general and then 
being an 11 year old like you said and being a girl going through the changes yeah it's a lot to take in that is and so then she writes poetry which does evolve a bit. It, it took a jump. Yes. Towards the end. About ice cream cones and la di da di da 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 To then the willow tree and our best friend dying and weeping for her. You're going to laugh at that, aren't you? No, I wasn't. You don't think you're going to laugh? No, I wasn't. It was a nice poem. That's very rude. It was a poem. Oh, was, could you have written that at 11? Uh, I do not want to read the poetry I was writing at 11. <laughs> Holy hell. Oh, I still have books of mine. It's really embarrassing. Oh, no. Yeah. Every time I... I feel like every time I go home, I find a new book of embarrassing poems. Okay. A new book? No, but... Yeah, I used to write a lot. Yeah. You still write. I still write. Not as much as I used to. Any other thoughts at the moment? I don't know. You want to... You want to move on to the... Bring some trivia into this? The IMDb. Let's do it. I feel like this one's got some... we've, We've got some... Some duds on the IMDb. Yeah. Uh, last few times. This one has some some pretty good ones, I think. Cool. I'm ready for it. Awesome. Uh, so would you would you like to know what the original title of the film was? <laughs> Bees, the Deathbringers. Born jaundiced. Oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. Which is like m- maybe the second sentence she says. Yeah, it's just like maybe a... even the first that she was born jaundiced. It... Which is unfortunate, because then, you know, they're yellow, and they have kidney problems, and blah, blah, blah. But not not a good name what for a, a movie. What a terrible title. Right? Yeah. It's not terrible. Not that my girl is much better, to be honest, but, I mean, it's still... Oh, yeah. But but she was... It's not poor Culkin's baby. <laughs> yes, she His girl. Yeah. Um, but apparently, the, um, I guess, studio that was producing it offered $500 to any employee that could come up with a better alternative... Um, but since the movie is largely based on death and is takes place in a funeral home, they got uh, suggestions such as Morning Glory. <laughs> in lieu of flowers. Ugh. Yeah. Dearly Departed. Ugh. No good. Um, another suggestion was Veda! Exclamation point. Veda. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. A lot of these are... Hard to sell. My girl is kind of the best out of all of those, I think. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. It was apparently, though not surprising, Macaulay Culkin's first on-screen kiss. I mean, he was a kid. I could see it being his first kiss at all. Sure, but... yeah. Um, so they ultimately landed on Dan Aykroyd, obviously, but they had thought about... I love these. <laughs> Chevy Chase. Oof. Would not have had the same effect for me. It's just not the uh, emotional depth, no. No. Bill Murray. Again. Mm-mm. No. No. And Steve Martin. Steve Martin could have done it. Steve Martin could have done it. He was busy doing Father of the Bride at the time. Oh. Interesting. Which, oh, my God. I love that movie. <laughs> Every party has a pooper. That's why we invited you. George Banks. Okay, you have seen it a couple more times than me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Marty Short's in it, too. Oh, oh, he is a national treasure, even though he's Canadian. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you corrected that. Hey, we were at Disney. We saw this incredible... His incredible Canadian film. Incredible performance. <laughs> he sold me on Canada. I've never been. I've been. I'm sold. I. You made me... You promised that if Donald Trump won the election, you'd move to Canada with me. And where are we? Virginia. 
I've United been United States of I, America. I suggest that we should quit our jobs literally every single day. Yeah, but I don't want to quit it and be here. Oh, okay. So now I'm not going further enough for you. You have a passport. Shit. <laughs> I win. Just sneak I me win. across. Um, now you don't listen. <laughs> Ignore that. Apparently, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis was kind of like a stickler on foul language hmm. on set. And so she had a swear jar <laughs> that, the depending on the swear, went from $5 to $10 a swear. Hmm. And according to Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, um, there was like five grand in the pot by the time, <laughs> by the time they ended. Wow. I mean, they are around a ton of kids, but, you know. I mean, I'm sure Dan Aykroyd has a pretty foul mouth, considering uh, yeah. how many years he spent in SNL. And, yeah. 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 No just surprise. generally being a comedian. That's great. <laughs> um, let's see if there's anything else. Oh, it took them 15 takes to get the, the kiss right. Oh my God, that's so many. That's terrible. That would freak out anyone, let alone a kid. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that's hard. Ugh. I hope they like spaced it out a little bit. Uh, I hope so too. Oh, I lied. It wasn't technically Anna Chlumsky's first role. She appeared in Uncle Buck, which also starred Macaulay Culkin. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. The things you learn. I wonder if they're, like, buds now. You know? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Although, He's... I don't know, Macaulay went off the rails for a long time. He had a bit of a rough life. Yeah. You know, Michael Jackson and all. Oh, God. Yeah. He's a godfather to Paris Jackson. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. They hang out sometimes. That was not on the IMDb, by the way. No, that's that was, just from my that head. That's all Regina. <laughs> I can't help it. I got my... Oh. Oh, gosh. An, another person considered for Dan Aykroyd's role was... <clears throat> Tim the Toolman Taylor. <sighs> Mr. Tim Allen. Ugh. Wouldn't that have been great? Ugh. I mean, he's been doing these roles his entire career, so if he would have done it, it would just would have sucked. Oh, that would have been so bad. <laughs> Ugh. Hmm. Because of the scene in which Veda and Thomas J become quote-unquote blood brothers by mixing each other's blood cu- blood from a cut, remember that this was 1991. Yeah. Um, the British Board of Film Classification insisted that the film carry a warning to children Against performing such a ritual to prevent the transmission of HIV. Wow. Which is one of the first things I saw, thought when I saw them doing that. Because you're like, you can't do that anymore. No. It didn't, I didn't, I mean, I thought, like, for the 70s, I'm sure that's that's okay. Or 72 at least. Mm-hmm. 91, though. Oh, no. No, yeah. no. No. Don't mess with that. Nah. Don't worry, we have disc, disc space remaining for 175 hours. Oh, so thank we're, God. We're good to go. <laughs> thank God. I keep think it, that's about it. Can you imagine if we posted a 175 hour podcast? I cannot. I don't think we would get any downloads. I don't think we would get any downloads. <clears throat> Do you have any other thoughts on the movie? It was a quirky little heart warmer. Yeah. Even though it was dark. Yeah. Just enough darkness for me. Oh, good. Yeah. That's a good, like, you know, if you're going to have a bunch of dental work done on, say, like a Monday, <laughs> and you figure you might need a good distraction, I feel like this is a good good way to go. I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. Get some giggles. Yeah. Get some sadness. I agree. It's all encompassing. Absolutely. Good. Do you want to plug our stuff? 
Yeah. Um, uh, we would really, 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 really like you to obviously go back and listen to our other podcasts. Yes. Um, I can't, what is this, 22? Uh, 21 or 22. So we're, we're getting up there and we are doing much better this time around of keeping up with our self-imposed schedule. Yes. Um, so if you could listen, download, um, write a comment on iTunes, that'll kind of help us generate more traffic, hopefully. Uh, give us a rating and subscribe. Yes, rating and subscribe would be great. Yeah. Um, you are welcome to join in on the conversation <gasps> on our Instagram or our Facebook. And both of those are just under Regina Watches Movies. And, yeah, I feel like that's it. If there's any movie that you feel like Matt needs to watch, um, you can reach out to me or, you know, maybe just put it at the beginning of your message, like, for Regina's eyes only or for Matt's eyes only so we don't get spoiled with each other's choices. That's a good call. Yeah. So follow us on all the social medias and uh, keep in touch. And we'd like to thank the Crumb Snatchers for our theme song, A Short Leash. Yes. Uh, again, they don't know we exist. Um, they should be, I don't know, thankful that we're giving them this. No. <laughs> we're delighted to have their, their theme song, yeah. which I searched long and hard for something that worked. And I found something that really worked. Mm-hmm. And I'm very stoked for that. It's like yeah. the perfect vibe for us it and rips. for our podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's I think that's everything. I think so too. We're gonna try to work uh, as you said. We're gonna keep trying to do the the weekly schedule, mm-hmm. which we're weirdly keeping to. Yeah, just we've been terrible. <laughs> season we've one, never kept to a schedule. <laughs> season one lasted like what three years and had yeah yeah. And this will be our fourth, fifteen episodes. Yeah, our fourth in three weeks. But yeah, but we're also gonna. Um, I think you mentioned the host stuff. We're gonna try mm-hmm. and. We're going to try and experiment a little bit. Spice it up a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that's it for me. Awesome. Do you have a final quote to finish out I do. our podcast? Yes. Final quote from the movie? And this is this is one I might just pull out just, you know, at different times. Okay. Okay. If you weren't 200 years old, I'd kick your wrinkled ass. <laughs> I don't even remember that. <laughs> this is bingo. Oh, yes. It was good. Old dudes fighting over bingo. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was very good. That's great. So that's a perfect note to end on. (laughs) On behalf of us, (laughs) I don't know why I said that. Uh, This has been Regina Watching Movies. I am Matt. I am Regina. And we will see you next week. Woohoo!